I'm glad you made it today. Thank you. So today's topic is this. In life and in business, we always going to come to rough patches where we have to endure something that we didn't have, that we weren't prepared for initially. And it can kind of take you out. But I'm going to tell you this. It's a line or a frequency of hearing that we have as a human, as a man, that if somebody taps into that frequency and whatever they say to us goes straight in our ear, straight down to our heart, straight down to your legs, and you get moving, man. Like the person that can access that line truly can get you moving. But let me tell you this, man. It's only one, two people can actually access that line. And the only way they access that line is through love. Like you really got to know that that person loves you. Basically, that person got to love you when you don't love yourself, man. I like to call that the home court advantage, man. My mama called me JP. Bailey called me dad. Shakina called me James. You can call me James P. Chambers. I'm glad you let me in. Let's grow, man. All right, man. I hope y'all enjoying the new intro. We trying to get better around here. Uh, bringing my entertainment value up. <laughs> if I can actually do that. But yeah, man, today, home court advantage is extremely important to success. And for me, when I think about home court advantage, I think about confidence and energy. Just like at a, at a high school basketball game, when you're at home, everybody's bringing the signs, everybody's bringing the positive energy, everybody's excited to see you. You you performing in front of your friends and family. You know, you have people that love you and care about you that's watching in the stands. So when you out there, you want to be your best, right? Because you know your friends and family is watching and they supporting you. Just like that, you want to play your best. Now, the same thing, go back to being an adult and being in life. When you have a very supportive home court advantage or a very supportive wife uh, or husband at home or live-in partner, it changes the way you act in the world. And you have more confidence in the things that you're doing. And if you have the right spouse, you can move up like extreme. You can go far in life because you have that person that's putting more and more confidence in you to go forward. Now, I need to put this in here, too, because I know some people that they home court advantage is actually the same thing that's keeping them mediocre. Sad to say that some people have situations at home where they have a spouse that's not that's supportive. But if the spouse is scared to take risk, then more than likely the other partner is also scared because they don't have that voice at home telling them to, hey, that's okay, or you're going to be able to do it. They're more like, hey, this might happen. They might be instilling fear in, in person. So that's one of the things where choosing your spouse is extremely important, especially if you plan on moving up in this world. Moving up in this world and excelling, you can't have a fearful spouse because that's like a dead weight. 
I'm not saying, well, hold on, let me not go down that route, but just know that when you have a spouse or a partner that is negative minded, you should really try your best to change that because that's rubbing off on you. Regardless if you see it or not see it, it's definitely rubbing off on you. But let me get back to the positive part, though. <laughs> but yeah, man. So just to go into my own story about how I got where I got now, where I am now, I've always had an extremely supportive spouse. My, my wife now, but when we were dating, we were like minded from the jump. Uh, she was an entrepreneur. She was trying different things. I was working at a job, a corporate job, but I had dreams of making it to this next level. And, you know, I was doing all these extra things. And so we kind of had like-minded spirits. So we were always trying to push up even in the early days of us starting a date. You know, we were, she was fully um, on her own and I wanted to be on my own later on in life. And I think as I think about it now, I don't know if I would have made it on my own as fast as I did, or I would have got to the point where I was ready to quit my job as fast as I did without my spouse. She was the one when three, four years in I was dating, she was, she asked me about uh, me making slow money. Like you like that money to get paid every week, every two weeks, it would be the same check. She said, my money, my money fluctuate, but I'm making a lot more money than you for the first five to six years of my relationship. My wife made way more money than me, like maybe double. But I helped her out because she was spending all her money on stuff. She's going to listen to this too. And I made you better. <laughs> you made me better too. <laughs> but for real, man, like it's one of those things where it pushed me forward to go towards more entrepreneurship because my home team was always telling me like, hey, this is what you want. This is what you need to do. Hey, we can push into this. We can push into that. And she was giving me, when I tried new things, she was my confidence. Like like when I tried the new things, I, I, it didn't matter to me if I blew the money. Like if I blew the money, that was just a, a, a something that, you know, I tried. If I failed, I knew I wasn't going to be homeless. You know, like I, I knew I wasn't going to be hungry. Like if all that fails, I mean, Keeney would have fed me. And I, I, we, we ain't going to lose our, our, our house. Man, I've been on the house for a long time. But yeah, we wasn't going to lose our house if I had ever blew the money or did something crazy and lost my job or something. That was never on the table. So I had that when I was moving forward, trying to get myself out of that corporate life. And a lot of people don't have that situation. And to go back, especially for black men, this, is, this, this part is especially for black men. So many things, so many of our entertainment outlets speak bad about getting married, speak bad about having, you know, investing into women, you know, investing into your woman. And just in general, like, like having that partner, it speaks so bad about women. In my mind, I think about all the rappers and, and how just men in general just talk. Like, I'm in the, my Facebook groups and they always talk about, I ain't buying no chick this. I ain't buying no chick that. You know, but in actuality, they do it anyway. They be buying them all kinds of stuff. Somebody buying them stuff. Somebody buying them on the fans. <laughs> These chicks is getting rich, but you get on Facebook and they be like, I ain't buying them on the fans. Somebody buying them. You know, whether you lie to me or not, somebody is buying those damn OnlyFans. But regardless. So many men, you can talk to so many men right now and they so afraid of commitment. I'm going to go ahead and give you this truth real quick. From my experience, most extremely successful men, black men, are married. 
poor if they single now when they made the majority of their money they was married i'm telling you man you you can fact check me i don't care it's something about a man that can be focused and have a good home court advantage it propels you to win it and i think it's a communication gap because when you get highly successful it's very hard to, to talk to people that's not on your level because i'm going to try to explain the situation to you once you get to a certain point in time where you're making a certain kind of money people look at you different especially in a black community so as soon as you get to you know above all your peers you start to get to those conversations where they be like hey man you got it you know and everybody's like man you making them big bucks and, and and when those phrases start coming out that mean that those people feel like y'all not compatible no more you know and it also gets awkward for the person that seems th- that's successful so they don't have those conversations those meaningful conversations with those men that they used to be in a circle with they have to talk to other men at this point you know every level that you move up more than likely your friends will move up too or you leave them behind and you got to get new friends and as you move up the friend pool gets smaller and smaller and smaller so for me when i talk to highly successful men i understand it's not something we talk about but i mean just for me being logical i see you know i see those those wives right next to them like the car dealership guy I talked to about a few of the a few a few of my podcasts, his wife is an absolute animal, like for business. If you talk to her, she'll shoot you the numbers so hard. I mean, she she just as analytical as him. So you see where he get it from. This is one of the things where you can see her in him. That's a good way to say it. You can see her in him. You can see his advantage through her, right? So for me, I have a hard time talking with those guys, too, about those. I have a hard time relating to guys that that talk bad about women like they don't need a woman to move forward in life because that's just not true. That's just not true. I, I can't relate because I know the importance of having a good spouse and a person that's right next to you by your side pushing you forward. I just know that's a very hard conversation to have with men, with black men especially. Like they just don't want to hear it most times. It, it sounds weird talking to a group of men about them not being successful or them reaching their success in the roadblock is actually not having a supportive spouse. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I've talked to so many men, older men, 60, 70 years old, and The highlight of their life usually is something in my mind that seems extremely petty. If they're not one of those guys that that had that spouse that was supportive and did great things in their life, and they had that point where where they was reaching these high levels. When you talk to high-level people, they never bragging about a car they had 50 years ago or they how they won a hundred thousand on some poker games one time. That's not the highlight of of, of successful people's lives or, or one time events where they, you know, uh, got something that was extremely rare. Maybe I'm being judgmental, but I'm telling you, every time I've talked to a man and hit his highlight, of his life was a car or when he had uh, something that 
he got an extremely good deal on or something like that, more than likely that man isn't married. And if he is, he doesn't have a wife that's pushing him up in life. Like I said, he got some kind of mediocre type success story that I don't know. I probably shouldn't be saying that. But I mean, this is the result of not pushing in life. Because in my mind, my greatest stories are going to be how I overcame extremely hard situations and I got here to where I would, where I'm at in life now and how I built these things for my children and how I overcame impossible odds. That's my great success stories. And I only have those stories because I have a supportive spouse. Like she was the backbone that helped me climb those mountains. Like my success story is climbing a mountain, but in real life, I was only able to climb that mountain because I had the right gear. The right gear was a wife. You probably not hear about it, but that's the reason for the story. So my greatest moment will be me climbing those mountains. But I'm probably going to leave the wife part out because that's just not cool. You don't say that in the story, you know. But in my mind, when you you talk to people and they have, you know, car stories and things like that, that's more than likely the reason. The home team wasn't there, but I don't want to down people like that. I don't want to down black men, but I mean, man, I don't know how this one got to this point, but we talk about home court advantage. We get back on home court advantage. You need supportive spouse on your team. If you're a man, you're not married. You should really, truly be looking for that spouse, that person that's going to have your back every day, that person that's going to support you in your dreams, that person that's going to, that's going to cut that fear in half. And it's easier to tackle things when it's two people, two people that's willing to tackle the same problem. It's easier that way. You can go further. What the, they always say, if you want to go fast, you go alone. You want to go far, you go together. And please believe, man, these people out here that's really, really winning is a team. It's two people, three people. It's not just a single person. Maybe you just see a single person, but it's truly a team. These people have teams out here. And I'm just going to throw this out there. If you think about the most successful rappers right now, more than likely they're married or in very, very committed relationships. You might not ever see it. They might get on there and still talking about uh, hoes and all the other goofy stuff. But in real life, they in a committed relationship and their spouse is extremely important to them. And they put on the trade for you for money, but in real life, they're very focused on what they're doing. And that's something you can go check on, on your own time. <laughs> but yeah, man, I hope you got to pick up what I was trying to drop, man. That your home court advantage is extremely important. Extremely important. Picking the right spouse can really determines how far you're going to go in life. So stop listening to all these goofball people around you, man. Just know that your spouse is going to be there when all them people are not around anymore. And that person is going to be a neat person that's going to be able to fill you with energy and positive vibes. And like I said, cut that fear in half. So I hope you got it. Have a great day, night, afternoon. Thanks for listening. Peace.